Welcome to the Rogue Dad Podcast for the dad that's not like other dads. This is for the man that knows how important it is to be a good dad. So if you parent to the beat of a different drum, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Man, it's been a while since I've been on this platform. And for some reason, man, I don't know what it is. It's harder to get people to come and talk about being a dad or a parent than it is to get them to talk about, I don't know, their their latest thing they got going on, you know? Uh, but I had this... I have, for lack of a better word, this epiphany that that's not the mission of this whole little project I got going on here. The, the, the aim of this isn't to talk to other people and find out about them. The aim is to talk to my daughter, you know, to, to leave something back for her, whether it be advice, whether it be, uh, a way for her to form her own opinion about her dad, um, things that I've went through or am going to go through as a parent that maybe she can apply to being a parent herself. Uh, I do realize that this is the rogue dad podcast and it was supposed to be about all kinds of dads and maybe even a, a single mom. You know, I was thinking of having a single mom on as a guest because I mean, that's a rogue dad, you know, that's, that's a dad who's, you know, has a uh, parent who has to do both jobs. So in a way, you know, the, the single mom is a, is a rogue dad. And I, uh, I just had to find some confidence in that. I didn't, I don't need a guest to say what it's like to be a dad. I don't need a guest to tell a story that I think my daughter will want to hear and I want to get it on wax before I forget it. You know, I <clears throat> get it on wax. Uh, that's funny. That used to have be these things called records. And so I, I was just thinking like I, I'm at work a lot and I, you know, bullshit with the guys at work and I tell stories and they tell stories. And I think to myself, like, yeah, that, that's a funny story. You know, I bet Rogue would like to hear that one day. And it, I was thinking maybe I'll tell a story on uh, the Rogue Dad podcast or, you know, I had a situation that was rough and I overcame it. You know, maybe I should tell that on the Rogue Dad podcast. But for some reason, my confidence just wasn't there. But I had to almost trick myself into remembering dude it's not about an audience of a bunch of people it's about an audience of one and i can tell rogue how hard it is sometimes uh being a dad and you know i, I don't have to worry about if there's a million listeners you know if there's people listening in other countries if there's people listening in other how many people are liking it, it, it that shouldn't fucking matter and so I'm going to get back to the thing that drove me to do this. And that was my daughter. I'm going to get back to talking to her. And like last night we went and saw 
Empire Strikes Back. It's the 40th anniversary. And she sat through most of it pretty good. I was really surprised. We got her a popcorn and a little kitty kids uh, movie packet thing. And, uh, you know, that was a weird thing. I asked the guy, so you get the popcorn. It comes with a little popcorn. It comes with a little bag of candy and a drink. And I went over the the drink uh, booth because you get it different from where you get the popcorn. And I asked the guy for water. And he said, oh, we don't have, we just have the water from the machine. I was like, that's fine. And he just like couldn't believe it. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm pretty sure I'm not a scientist or anything, but I told him I'm pretty sure that tap water is probably better for my daughter than that fucking soda or that corn syrup or, you know, that carbon dioxide fucking carbonated bullshit, you know? And uh, it was just the look he gave me when I was going to give her water. You know, it's pretty funny, but we went and saw Empire Strikes Back and I'm not going to lie. Like, I just wanted to get there for the dun -dun, and the Star Wars popping up on there and the, the words scrolling up, you know, like they do in every Star Wars movie and just sitting next to, you know, my daughter. Uh for that was just so cool man so cool because empire strikes back that's the first star wars movie i remember as a kid and i'm pretty sure i saw it in the theater i i i think i mean i could be making this up i totally could be but i re feel like i remember seeing star wars in the theater and it's for sure the first star wars i remember seeing like I remember the snow and the tom tom, and I actually had a, a tom tom, the the little horse, two legged horse unicorn or ram thing that uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker ride on, and I had one where the belly would fold open and you could stick Luke Skywalker in it, and it was just, just everything was hard plastic except for the belly, and you could like it had two little flaps. So you could stick his head in there, stick his body in there to keep him warm. And, uh, you know, just being there with my kid when it was such a, a memorable part of my, my childhood is a really cool thing, man. Like it's very, very cool that they do that in theaters so that you can take your kid to experience it the way you did. You know, it was a, God, it was just an emotional thing, man, sitting next to her, her little seat, you know, she had a little dress on and a little popcorn and her drink. And God, I just, I look at her in moments like that. And I think to myself, how can parents not show up? I really, I see and feel situations like that and that feeling of just looking at her in the chair next to me at, at a movie theater 
it's just so emotionally overwhelming and so gratifying and so man so reaffirming of why you put up with her yelling or put up with her crying or you know go to work every day because you, you want to be able to buy her things or just provide or be a parent like it, it gets hard it's hard out there man like every day and trying to still want to be and do the things that you want to but now with a a kid and with a parent uh, uh, another parent you know and it really is a hard balancing act of trying to be yourself and be a parent because sometimes those are different things. Sometimes being a parent is completely different than the person you want to be. I want to go out and work out and be at the gym for literally hours. I'm not joking you. I would literally be at the gym for two or three hours. And now, am I working out that whole time? No. There'll be, you know, 45-minute workout, and I'm sit sitting, next thing I know, I'm sitting and I'm talking to, a, you know, a member or another trainer or somebody, you know, that's visiting from another gym or somebody who's training. And you just talk to these people and next thing you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes has went by. Hey, I got to go. I got to get back to it. And th then you go and get again. Your stretch run. So I'm not working out, but I just like being at the gym. I just like being there. Uh, like sitting at the – getting getting stuck and sitting at the front desk and having to watch the front desk for a little while never bothered me. It never fucking bothered me because I was at the gym. I was at my church, you know, that's the closest thing I have to a religion. And it's a hard thing to balance that, to give up going to the gym. You know, I'll go for an hour now. Actually, I don't even go to the gym anymore. I just do work out at home. But you know, I try to not dilly-dally. I try to get it as quick as I can in the most effective way I can in order to spend time with her or go do something that she needs or, you know, just watch her. Sometimes you just – I just got to watch her. I don't even have – it's not even about doing something. It's just that, you know, I'm the one responsible for her. So, you know, you got to be around. And – it's a hard balance. So to be able to experience things that you love with your kid is a very cool thing. It really, really is. And I can't stress it enough for parents to involve your kid in the things that you love. Because when they love them too, oh man, it is such a it's just a heartwarming feeling when when I see Rogue go get her gloves and take them into her tent and she picks up all the little things that she wants. You know, she'll grab her cup, she'll grab her snack, she'll grab a certain 
you know, stuffed animal or something, and she'll grab like her gloves, her boxing gloves, and take them with her into the, you know, she hangs out in the ottoman. I know it's creepy because it looks like a coffin, but she loves to hang out in the ottoman and like pull the door closed and watch her, you know, little iPad laying down in there at night. You know, she gets her little tent out and she puts all her little stuff in there and, you know, she just chills in there. And I don't know because she doesn't really use the gloves. Uh, like she's not, she asked him to put them on, but I don't know if it's a weird feeling having her hands not be able to grab things. Cause I've seen her put gloves on and try to grab things. And, you know, I don't know if it's a confusing thing. Like why do I want these on? But they're padded and, you know, she, she hits them around on things and, but for me, seeing her grab her gloves and take them into her tent is just a, 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 a just a aww kind of moment, you know? Like it, it makes me feel good that that's my daughter. And maybe it's a selfish thing, you know? Always wanting to feel good as a parent or, you know, I don't know what that is. But that's my girl, man. That's my little girl. And... I love seeing her start to form being a little person and all these little things that she's liking and all these little things so that when I see her liking Empire Strikes Back, you know, I love Star Wars, man. I love the story of, you know, not just good versus evil, but, you know, it's overcoming something. It's a father and son relationship. It's, you know, treating the world right. You got all these robots and machines fighting these rebels. And the rebels live in like the forest and in the snow. And, you know, the bad guys live on these ships, these metal ships and this metal planet, the Death Star, you know, and there's no nature you know, so there really is a lot of different aspects you can look at Star Wars and take a lesson from, you know, like saving the environment, uh, you know, your father relationships, uh, kissing your sister, you know, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's funny last night, the, uh, in Empire Strikes Back, Leia and Han Solo are arguing when Luke comes back and he's out of medical and you know, arguing Han Solo and Princess Leia. And she was like, you don't know anything about girls. And she kisses Luke like this long ass kiss. And, you know, everybody in the audience kind of just like, you know, because they don't know their brother and sister yet, but we do. So everyone's like, ah, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. And um, she walks away and like Luke puts his hands behind his head and like leans back like, what's up? But it was just a, you know, one of those moments. <clears throat> but you can take away a lot of things from Star Wars, man. And it's just a good warm feeling to be able to go to the theater and see it with her, man. I really wanted to make sure that I did that. I know she's probably not going to remember it, but 
I do. And I got pictures and, you know, we have this podcast and she'll, she'll always be able to know it happened. And it was very cool. And I hope that they do that with other movies. You know, I hope that I can go take her to see back to the future or, you know, I don't know. I would, I would love to take her to go see Pulp Fiction <laughs> or, you know, the big Lebowski. Oh, she does like that movie, which is awesome. Uh, so it's just, my point was, you know, it's just, it's a, a balancing act between parent and person. And, you know, when you can intermingle the two, it's a very good feeling. It's, it's very good. And I guess that's the goal, you know, and I know that I'm always going to be into things that rogues not, you know, I don't know because, you know, it's around her, but she might not like Slipknot as much as I do. You know, she might not think, you know, uh, Bill Hicks is as funny as I do, you know, but I know she likes music and I know she likes to laugh. So there's definitely common ground to be found. And... I I just want to get back to talking to her. Like that's the reason this whole thing started. So Rogue, I'm back and I got to stay true to this, man. I got to stay true to my word and I I don't want to procrastinate anymore on leaving something behind for you. So I love you, and I will be back. All right, sweetie.